all. This is Staggering Stories number 82 and you're all bastards. Welcome, 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 and welcome again to this Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I... am Eric, the ageing troll arch-nemesis of the Pixie King. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. There's not a lot you can say to that, No, actually. there isn't. No. I, my, my, my gasp is well and truly flabbered. flabbered, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a deflated balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a lot of weight recently. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to insult you in some interesting and bizarre way as well. No, it's just the way the wind was taken out of your sails. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, energetically humping the leg of information, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who Christmas specials details. And Prentadenta, your voice is broken. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Filming has started on this year's Doctor Who Christmas special and two guest stars have been announced. The one-hour Christmas episode was written by the Vast Toffee. Amen. Amen. Sees Matt Smith, Karen Gillan and Arthur Darville returning. And they're going to be joined by Michael Gambon and Catherine Jenkins. Gambon is, of course, most known these days for playing Dumbledore in the Harry Potter films. He dies! (laughs) (laughs) He was turned into Scarlet Tarmac. (laughs) Meanwhile, Catherine Jenkins is a big-name opera singer. What connects them, I wonder? Mm. The Vast Toffee... (laughs) Now, now, stop it. The Vast Toffee had this to say about the special... Oh, we're going for broke with this one. It's all your favourite Christmas movies at once, in an hour, with Monsters and the Doctor and a honeymoon. Oh, and you'll see. (laughs) I've honestly never been so excited about writing anything. I was laughing madly as I taped along to Christmas songs in April. My neighbours loved it so much they all moved away and set up a website demanding my execution, but I'm fairly sure they did it, ironically. Ben Stevenson, the controller of BBC Drama Commissioning, added... Doctor Who's twist on the much-loved A Christmas Carol will thrill BBC One viewers this year with special guest stars Sir Michael Gambon and singing sensation Catherine Jenkins joining Amy and the Doctor for an unforgivable present. Unforgivable? <laughs> <laughs> Depends what they're doing. No. Yeah. Sorry. Unforgettable present. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Why is it necessary to have an opera singer? Mm, yeah. mm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think I should read the next one as Lou because uh, Jean isn't with us. Okay. And I think she would appreciate it. She'd be cheering too. She much. would. Well, oh, yeah. Matt Smith to quit Doctor Who next year. A shocker. Matt Smith, who, as mentioned, is currently filming the 2010 Christmas special of Doctor Who, is reported by The Sun... Not the female. ...who's considering quitting the show once he's filmed the next series. The Sun quotes a pal... The writer. ...as saying... Matt plans to quit after the next series... He's eager to try new things and thinks Hollywood beckons. I'm sorry, my voice failed me. 
<laughs> BBC spokesman and quoted in the article confirms that Matt Smith is committed to the next series, but beyond that, the BBC and Matt won't be speculating on things. They never mm. do. Yeah. They only ever say season by season. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just tittle-tattle at the moment. Yeah. I don't believe it. And today in the Telegraph... Oh, oh the Ooh. Telegraph. The Telegraph. This is up-to-date up news. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have an apparent quote from Karen Gillan. Yes. Whether believe any of this. <laughs> she says that Matt will be sticking around. Mm-hmm. And I think those rumours are made up, she said. <laughs> Obviously. Gosh. Well, it's the sun trying to get into sort of viewers' figures and stuff. Well, uh, well readers' I figures, rather. Yeah. I, I think it's more of a case of a slow news day. All oh, right. Yeah. You know, what the yeah. hell can we need something to fill the papers with? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. They've had a record of being rather hit and miss on Doctor Who. Yeah. They yeah. get a few things right, mm-hmm. but then people forget all the huge number of things they yeah. get wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I hope this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, as I keep saying, so much, yeah, much to the uh, dismay of Gene and uh, a few other people, um, well, I think Matt Smith is shaping up to be a very good doctor indeed. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the best, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Torchwood News. Woo-hoo. We have Woo-hoo. some character names and backgrounds or synopses revealed. According to... The US TV Guide. And Star's new season of Torchwood is shaping up with search for one series regular and two spun roles, baby. Rex Matheson is a white 20-something CIA agent who sounds sort of like FX's animated archer spy, a fearless cocky throw seeker. The current characters like Esther Katuzzi, a newbie watch analyst in the CIA who is deeply and secretly in love with Rex. Uh-huh. And Oswald Jones is a secret, dangerous psychotic villain. He's a 40-something mm, murderer and pedophile who gets sprung from the slammer into the spotlight. Wrecked, catch him. Are you lonesome? <laughs> For a translation, please go to the TV Guide website. Yeah. So, we've got an American CIA character. We've yep. got an two. analyst in the CIA. Yeah, two of my CIA I'm secretly characters. in love with the other one. Yeah. And a Tyrannosaurus. Mm. And a paedophile. Sorry? Yeah, I, I'm sure about, not sure about the paedophile myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, why not? They kill off... Ki- Kids on the we could say kittens then. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do kill off kittens oh. as well. Oh, I'm sure Captain Jack has done worse than kittens. <laughs> oh. Sorry, hamster sprang to Keeps <laughs> your willy warm. Let's just read those libelous notes coming in, even as we speak. Talking to John Barrowman. No. He's reported that filming for the series will commence in January 2011. The series itself is expected to broadcast in that summer in both the UK and US, so mm-hmm. we won't see it until after the next series of Doctor Who, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a long time away. Mm, so who's actually coming back in the new series of Torture? I mean, we know sort of Captain Jack and... Well, uh, I, th- I think it's just Jack and Evelyn. Gwen. Sorry, yeah, Gwen. Gwen, that's it. I did read somewhere she's rather nervous about moving to the States or going to the States for film Yeah, film it wasn't whatever. clear whether they're filming out there non-stop or yeah. she seemed very fuzzy on the whole thing yeah it was an article I remember reading but it's yeah. a little while back now so yeah. the memory fades yep we shall see mm-hmm. okay. indeed we do any addendums I I Misa Misa I have an addendum I have two addendums oh, really yes yes Hey, uh, my first addendum is what I saw on the internet today is um, that they're, they're working up to a new Avenger movie uh, directed oh. by Josh Whedon. Oh, right. OK. Yeah. So he, he at the moment is pin penciled in. Um, they're going to be using various characters from the various Marvel films that are up and running. You've got Iron Man, yeah. which is um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, they're going to be utilising Thor. I can't remember who's playing that. But they're also going to have uh, Hulk returning in it. And... Ed Norton. 
Ed Norton, <laughs> Ed Norton, who played the um, Bruce Banner character, has declined to reappear. So they're searching for a new Bruce Banner. Another one. Yes. yes. Three as many films. <laughs> and <That's> tentatively, <laughs> tentatively, I have to stress that, that David Tennant's name has been linked with mm. Bruce Banner. Mm. Well, rom- romantically. Not romantically, <laughs> no. no, no. no. <laughs> Looks <laughs> green. Yes. Yeah. Well, there, there has been the rumour, if that's the case, then Colin Baker's going to be playing the Hulk. That's mm. not very nice. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he needs something green. He needs Pertwee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the Colin Baker. The, we haven't said hello to someone. Who oh, we said hello to? The Smiler Mask? Mm, no, or the Master Mask. Or mm-hmm. the Master Mask. I think we'd better say hello to him. He's looking a bit angry. Hello, head of And hello, cardboard Amy, with your stupid scarf and your stupid hat. Nicknacker, 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 paddywhacker. I bet she does. we have a second addendum. My second addendum is apparently. The Hobbit, which is in production hell. So David Tennant's been attached to. No, no, no. This time it's attached to a Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. This time it's. <laughs> this time it's Sylvester McCoy. Okay. Mm. Apparently he was second in the running for Lord of the Ring, Ring films, but it went to. Um, the other guy. The other guy. Home. Yeah, Ian Holm. But apparently he's been... A, I'm not sure how this is going to work out, whether he's going to be played an older Bilbo reciting it back or, or, or whatever. Why wouldn't they get Ian Holm to do I, an older I, I, I Bilbo? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would love to be able to explain these things. I'd love to be in the meetings <laughs> as they plan that. these He things. may be cast as... A, a Hobbit. It could be a Hobbit. I don't believe he's been cast as uh, Bilbo. He's no, going to uh, amble past yeah. in the background playing the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Quite possibly. Mm. Right, we have another addendum. Oh, another third. Third addendum. Right, a propros, my um, addendum about Tron Legacy in the uh, oh. one of the oh. previous podcasts. Yes. Um, the actual release date is the 17th of December. In Ooh. UK, US? Um, that, that would have to find out. Worldwide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably worldwide, yeah. <laughs> I have to say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, <laughs> we don't know, we Covered in bases worldwide. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, various actors and cameo appearances. Um, the French electro pop duet Daft Punk, who provide the soundtrack for it, okay. they're going to be appearing in the film as a pair of a couple of um, MP3 files. <laughs> <laughs> okay, MP3 yep. files. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else? That. We have uh, Michael Sheen, uh, who played uh, Tony Blair in uh, The Queen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be the uh, the owner of the End of Line Club. Okay. Mm. Uh, the character who played Sir Thomas Cromwell in The Tudors, he's going to be appearing as a character called Jarvis. Mm. Mm. And the producer from the original 1982 uh, film, yeah, Tron, he's going to be appearing as a barman in the uh, aforementioned uh, End of Line Club. <laughs> he's going to do an Alfred Hitchcock. Mm, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, watch this space. Cram him in there, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting all the faces stuck yeah. in the background. Any more news, anyone? No. Nope. I'm newsed out. Mm-hmm. Fake Crumbly won't talk. <laughs> She's yes. sitting here not talking. We have a spectator here. If I poke her with my finger, <laughs> I can get her to make a noise. <laughs> if the real Crumbly pokes her from the other side... Oh. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> She's trying not to laugh at this. <laughs> I may have to imitate her voice. Oh, like you do with Jean so well. <laughs> yes, yes Jean, Jean can't be here. She has life issues. Uh, life issues? Yeah, she she's has dead. a life and can't oh, right. be here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's dead. <laughs> Don't say that. Think of Wynne. Hello, my name's Fate Crumbly. <laughs> and I'm sitting here not saying anything. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> that was quite good, actually. <laughs> I'm still not saying anything, although I've got a grumpy look on my face now. <laughs> I'm, I'm now eating real crumbly. <laughs> right. So we've got who next? Yes. Right, so... We've all been watching Who. No, we haven't. No, no, we haven't. No, no. Well, Liar. Repeat. <laughs> DVD. Blu-rays. Blu-rays. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, we've been playing a oh, game. Yeah. Ooh. The Doctor Who computer game, which is available from the BBC Doctor Who website. If you're in the UK. Only if you're in the UK. I thought they were going to be expanding that to other countries. I, I don't uh, know. It's going on sale in America. Ah. Mm. It was meant to be news early in July. Uh-huh. Early July is gone. There's no <laughs> yeah. news. Yes. Unless <laughs> it meant 2011. Could <laughs> be. Could be. Yep. So, basically, what we've got is a computer adventure game that is brand spankingly free from the BBC. Yep. So, point of delivery. Point of the delivery, yeah. It is designed to be played on any computer that is currently... Running Windows. Yeah, that is running Windows. <laughs> it's currently up and running at the time. Yeah. Um, I think there's a Mac version, isn't there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked. We've all played it, haven't we? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Both of them. There are two episodes out at the moment. As yes. we speak, there are two episodes. I think there's going to be meant to be a grand total of four. Mm-hmm. episodes in total mm-hmm. running up to Christmas is it really that far? I think so I think so mm. am I right in saying the, uh, the first one that's downloadable is based on um, Dalek Invasion of Earth um, or is it more um, it's sort of based on Dalek Invasion of Earth but it also takes place in Scarrow so there's mm-hmm. lots of ah, right. temple mm-hmm. manipulation well, the first one started off in London it did it, it started yeah. off in there a devastated go, London mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes what did we think of them? I think Amy's a bint. <laughs> Just and if she can't on... bloody well run fast, then she deserves to get shot in the tits by a Dalek. <laughs> and she should make less fuss about it than she did. Dying. Dying, yeah. <laughs> the gurgling sound was a bit much, do you think? Mm, okay. Yes. The thrashing around. All she had to do was... All she had to do was follow. I yeah. very clearly went in one direction all she had to do was follow crouch down and creep past but no (laughs) we're going to get caught behind a wall and run on the spot into the wall until we get exterminated (laughs) stupid bint (laughs) she was no better with the cybermen but i'm not talking about that because it's too painful Uh, (laughs) what what did the cybermen do not telling you all right (laughs) any road up it reminds me a lot of the two star trek games late 90s early 2000s right i i there's a lot of star trek games no the the the, um elite force elite force elite force star trek games when you go around shooting things no 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 (laughs) yes they did shoot a lot admittedly they they monsters there there's that first person shooter but yeah i'm talking about the the circuit breakers you had to rewire and the use of the tricorder oh okay that's single player version the single player version Uh, not the multiplayer version where you went around shooting the tick yeah that was really good the tick was good the tick yeah you've got Homer Simpson yeah, it got a load of skins for it, so you could bead the tick ah. or Homer Simpson mm. or, a Dalek, <laughs> or, incidentally, a Dalek. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. That sounds like, um, what was it, uh, Elite Force we used to play? Yeah. Yeah, mm. that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, uh, 
Pino coming. I was Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still are, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, no, I mean, who was, who was Satan's robot? No, no, I th- think, if I'm not mistaken, Satan's robot was Galishon! <laughs> Galishon! <laughs> are we meant to be talking about the Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah we are. Yeah. We are trying to get back. Well, he, he's forgotten the timer, you see. I noticed <laughs> that. It's, it's black on yeah, a black yeah. background, yeah. written black <laughs> in large black, black lettering. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, this would have been a very good game. Why are you miming boobs? <laughs> I think of Amy. <laughs> this would have been a very good no, game no, for... Shut her uh, right there. <laughs> Shot over her there. <laughs> no, stop it. We're going down that road again. It's meant to be a clean podcast. <laughs> uh, it would have been a very good game for um, the 1990s. But I thought it had been a very good game for the 1980s. It was yeah, that's I mean because because of the levels of the computer it has to run with hmm. the graphics are very low grade, very very primitive, and it's the characters bad. keep running into walls. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the characters, as you said, mm-hmm. keep so you mean even I can download it? Oh yeah, all right, okay. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, 250 odd meg. So, mm-hmm. But it runs on fairly low-end machines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do need a 3D card, but beyond that... The graphics look very um, original Half-Life. Yeah, which is kind of turn-of-century yeah. sort of era. Yeah. It's not really about the graphics. No. The whole idea about it is the BBC's concept was to get kids playing mm. games and getting used to being on a computer. Yeah. Which they, I don't, I don't they're, think they... They're all doing flash games, aren't they, anyway? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they, they need to have a reason to it. They, they already play on the computer. Yeah. So. See, this this is where I went wrong. When One of the things you have to do is rewire various yes. things. yeah. And I did yep. it in two and a half seconds and thinking, well, that's rubbish, then realised the game is for children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, yep. it is. It's very much uh, aimed at 8 to 12, whatever audience. Yep. So um, it is not, as we said back when these were announced, um, we didn't expect to be running around shooting things. It's, no. it's a problem solving. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is and very much. Uh, lots of sneaking about, trying not to be shot by Daleks or Shit. electrocuted by Cybermen. <laughs> yeah. or, or spat up by Varg plants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spatter. Spatter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have toxins and you ah. turned into a vile mm. plant yourself and spit at someone else. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Just died in the game, I think. Yeah. yeah. Someone else spit the dog that did. Yeah, it is. Mm. There's, uh, there's a couple of maze puzzles as well that you've got to take yeah, mini games through. Yeah, the, various mini games. They're quite frustrating, I thought, the first... The Dalek one. Yeah. Yeah, especially if your mouse isn't up to scratch. Yeah. And you're sort of trying to halt, waiting for a lightning bolt to go by, and suddenly your mouse decides to go, oh, no, I'm going to go through that way, and you're back (laughs) at the bloody beginning again. Yeah. And you're already in a bad mood because Bintface has been shot in the tits four times (laughs) now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is a little bit frustrating. But I was trying to play it again yesterday for a second time or third time and I was trying to rush it and that's fatal yeah mm-hmm. trying to rush it you just completely mess it up all the time it gets frustrating it's longer yeah it's one of those games you've got to take your time you've got to watch the patrol patterns of the yeah. Daleks yeah. or Cybermen have a, time it right have a cup of coffee with you and mm-hmm. notepad yeah. and, don't, and don't rush it <laughs> yeah but it's quite good in that you've got Matt Smith and Karen Gillan providing the voices. Voices, yep. Uh, Nick Briggs doing Daleks and Sidemen. Mm-hmm. All genuine sound effects as well. Yep. And music, so... Yeah. yeah. It, does, it does put you into the episode mm. in that, that aspect. And mm-hmm. the story, they're not particularly in-depth, but no. there is a proper storyline to each one. Yeah. 
it's a three act job. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, I, a quick note. Um, Nick, yeah, for fake crumbly's benefit. Uh, Nick Briggs was the uh, guy we scared with the head of Pertwee down in uh, Portsmouth <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> Running after him mm. with the head of yes, Pertwee. The head of yes. Pertwee yes. <laughs> the look on his face. <laughs> anyway, um, priceless. The the <laughs> yeah. the second one concerns Cybermen um, yeah. in the North Pole. Well, a lot of the Cybermen. Yes. And again, this the games are slightly different. I you have to turn this dialy thing instead of rewiring. So it's a different set, still problem solving, different set of games. Though. Yeah, I found these to be easier, less frustrating yeah. myself. Yeah, and still dodging the controlling Cybermen and Cybermats. Mm-hmm. Although Ooh. there was an yeah. extra thing in this, in the Dalek one, you couldn't fall off anything. <laughs> in this true, yeah. one. I found out you can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this game, that was annoying. This game has got Cybermats in it, then. This, this game yeah. has got Cybermats mm-hmm. in it. Well, it's, it's interesting to note that the Cybermen in there don't have the Cybos logo. They mm-hmm. have a different yeah. logo on the front. So they, yeah. they, they oh, may mm-hmm. be original Cybermen rather than... That um, is the implication that that's, Mondas Cybermen. Yeah, Mondas Cybermen yeah. rather oh, than... Oh, so they haven't got the big torches on their heads. They look like... Yeah, they look exactly the same, except for it's just a different logo on the front. Oh, yeah, right. mm-hmm. and they've got Cybermats, yeah. which ah. yeah. the Cybus ones didn't yeah. have. And uh, for completists, uh, there are various hidden treasures scattered through both games. Yeah. Uh, oh, character cards, cards and yeah. jelly babies. Yeah. <laughs> I never found a jelly baby. You never found a jelly baby? No, I found lots of <laughs> character cards. I wasted a lot of time reading them. <laughs> but I, never, yeah. I never found a jelly baby. Yeah, there's a couple mm. of jelly baby there's cards. There's a few around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've got a vanilla one. Ooh, never seen pr- the vanilla jelly Perhaps baby. it's only for people who don't get shot. <laughs> no, I got shot. <laughs> uh, I got shot a lot. Yeah, we all did. Yeah, yeah. Through, through one way or another. Uh, Matt Smith needs to work on his manly dying because it just <laughs> doesn't do it very well. No. Yeah. Well, it's a bit like a dead dying fly. A bit. I think, right. I think mm-hmm. Amy's dying was more manly than his. <laughs> And of course, if you, if you don't manoeuvre them or, or touch them for a little while, they, they start tugging their clothes and getting frustrated. Actually, yeah, I haven't waited that long. Yeah, no, I've just, I just <laughs> left. No, tugging their clothes, not taking tugging, them off. Tugging them. <laughs> so just left the mouse there and not watch what they do. Not touching them for a little while. What have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> just leaving the mouse there. Go downstairs and grabbing another cup of coffee. So they get impatient. They get impatient. Mm. Oh, I when, didn't know that. Yes. When right, you said, that's it. When yeah. you said touching them, you know, you sort of, no, no, my, not, my, my mind back went back. Yeah, I ju- know where your mind goes. We don't need to, you know. Remember, children, listen to this. We don't need to have. What well, is that ju- <laughs> Judge Anderson character? You now, know, now, so. now, now. We're not going to go there. <laughs> but the, the stories are quite uh, engaging. They, they. Uh, I, yeah. I was interested. They kept me going for about an, an hour. Yeah, an hour to two hours each game, depending yeah, if, how often you die. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took me about four hours. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just bent. It's not that bad. You got to time it right. Give her time to catch yeah, up. Yeah, I timed it fine. She ran into a wall. She died. You know. <laughs> but yeah, on the whole, considering it is. A free game. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's good. I'd look forward to the next two. We're not sure they're going to be called yet or when no, they're going to be out. Or when they were going to be out, more importantly. Yeah. So I take one's going to be a Sontaran. Possibly, yeah. And one's going to be an Ood. Ood. I think one of them has, at least one of them has original monsters. Ooh. So we don't know what they will be yet. Yeah. Presumably voiced by Nick Briggs again. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I think everything's been voiced by Nick Briggs in one form or another. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. I'm a little less sure about some of the animation things like that. They don't quite seem to have the characters yeah. animated nah, right. not really. Well, as Which I is s- amazing, given there was a confidential and you saw them taking shots yeah. of 
Matt Smith walking and posing and mm-hmm. did they use that? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> that essentially boils down to the the primitiveness of the of the graphics. Not really. No, it's it's more the uh, maybe the, the skeleton model underneath. I don't know. But we'll see. Yep. Certainly worth it if you can get it for free. Oh yeah. Worth, uh, oh, very yeah. Much so, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much it's going to be charging America and Canada or anywhere else. You might yeah. be able to get it if it's not too much. It's worth a go. If it's, it's yeah. If it is extensively expensive, don't bother. Yeah. If it's more than about five or ten US dollars, I think it's absolutely it. pitiful that they can't download it for free anyway. <laughs> well, well the, the Americans don't pay their license fee, do they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then they should be in prison, the lot of them. (laughs) Whereas we pay a licence fee. Yeah, don't we just? (laughs) So we can get things from the BBC for free. No, not for free, for £147 a year. Yeah, well, I I didn't do the air quotes because I wouldn't be able to see it. No. So I tried to emphasise it with my voice when I said, for free. What's that fake grumbly? Oh, what's just... No, that's Jean, that's not fake grumbly. (laughs) (laughs) Got it wrong. Oh, I did get it wrong. <laughs> so, uh, download it. Yes. And play yep. it. See what you think. Yes. And if you like it, let us know at show. Oh. <laughs> at <laughs> staggering stories. Dot com. Net. 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 Net even. Net. Definitely net. <laughs> Where you catch the fishies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, now Crumbly is going to talk to us about Fast Forward and the rest of us are going to nod and make polite noises. Mm, 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 mm. Flash Forward. Yes, now Crumbly is going to talk to us about Flash Forward and the rest of us are going to nod and make polite noises. And interject with the occasional comment. That we've all been watching, haven't we? I watched some. (laughs) Then I stopped. As the last, um, well, quite a few podcasts have been devoted to the new season of Doctor Who. Woohoo! Yeah. Yes, now Which that it's now finished. Gone. Uh, uh, we can turn our attention to other things. We can. Doggy sex. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> what was that heavy breathing for? <laughs> <laughs> now, we've all been watching Flash Forward, haven't we? <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> There's a lot sort of people of. looking at the ceiling in the room. <laughs> Is that the time? Oh, good God. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very good series, which only lasted one season, unfortunately. Firefly. Yes, Firefly. Firefly didn't get that far. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, on October the 16th, the whole world blacked out for two minutes and 17 seconds. Yes. And so, the series uh, Flash Forward is all about the aftermath of the the blackout, as it became to be known. Yes. And finding out who was behind it. Yes. Mm. Who was behind it? Ah, that we'll come to. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, the FBI agent sort of, um, leading the um, leading the inquiries and the investigation into the blackout is one Mark Benford, played by Joseph Fiennes. Mm. I mean, one thing you will find about Flash Forward is, I mean, there are a lot of English actors in it as well. Mm. Yeah, yep, I didn't know that. Are they playing baddies? Yeah. Uh, some are, some aren't. Ah. Mm. So I think some are playing grey. Mm, grey. <laughs> John Major. Uh, <laughs> all the characters are pretty grey in this and not in this. Well, yeah. some of them not are. Not in an interesting yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Just a bland. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, his accomplice in all of this is uh, Dimitri No, played by John Cho, who played uh, Sulu, Sulu. Sulu. Yes. in the in the recent Star Trek movie. Mm. The Flash Falls, as I was called, uh, as I was so-called, is because in the time that uh, people had black, uh, sort of, uh, fallen unconscious, they had a glimpse into their own personal futures. 
Yeah, I, I remember that from the first series and it, it well the first episode and it yeah. the consequences are are they now on the course that they would have been on or mm-hmm. are they now on their current course because yeah of because the of the flash forwards. forwards yeah and what happens if you don't have a flash forward exactly mm, well I'll come to that in a moment. Mm. Mark Benford, um, he starts this inquiry called Mosaic, yeah. which is basically he starts with a piece of blank wall and he sort of, well, he does sort of, uh, what they call sort of string charts, yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, as we, as we saw in his flash forward, you saw him working on the, the mosaic. Mm, and if it, I remember yeah. rightly, he thought of the name because he saw it in the flash forward. Mm, that's a lot right, of yeah. the evidence seemed to come from his from, memory of, of the flash forward. Of the flash forward, yeah. Yeah. Which is a bit of a catch. 22, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, it goes. Yeah, it comes out with the same arguments or predestination or free will. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Mm. Yep. So everybody had a flash forward to six months in the future. Yeah. Yeah. What if you're a baby about to be conceived, but you're still a sperm and an egg? You won't have flash forward. You haven't mm. got a mind. <laughs> but in six months' time, you would have the mind because you'd be about to be born. Because yeah. by then the brain is suitably developed. <laughs> <laughs> Clang. <laughs> Clang. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'd think a third of the world maybe is asleep anyway. Yeah. They're flash forward mm-hmm. and then being asleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, How boring is that? You'd have to invent something, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, as I say, Benford's flash forward uh, dealt primarily with um, him working on the Mosaic Project and being stalked throughout the uh, regional FBI uh, building where he was working by these mysterious masked gunmen. Agent of Adams. His accomplice in all of this is Agent Dimitri No. Yes, say, sort of played by John Cho, who played uh, Sulu in the uh, Star Trek movie. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the thing is, his wife, Olivia Benford, she is a nurse at the local hospital, and in her flash-forward, she is seen to be having a rather passionate affair uh, with a Dr Lloyd Simcoe. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I take it she's not having at the time. No. I don't think they, if I remember rightly, they only met because of the Mm -hmm. flash-forward. Well, the thing was, I mean... um, Dr. Yeah. Simcoe's autistic son was in hospital. Yeah. And uh, so they bumped into each other and they both, well, I mean, who's, it was a case of who recognised who from their, yeah. from, from their flash forward. Wasn't the mother killed in the blackout? Yeah. That's right, yeah. Which is why mm-hmm. the son was in the hospital because yeah, he was injured. That, I think they were in a car accident yeah. because, of, because the of the flash forward. Yeah. Oh, cool. She'd have planes falling out the sky. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And cars on freeways. That, that, that is yeah. one, remembering the first episode, that's sort of one iconic shot. There's them all waking up and you've got cars powered up on the motorway, yeah. build, uh, blocks of flats on fire, buildings on fire. A bit over the top of all. <laughs> bit over the top, but... <laughs> well, but they reckon if the entire world stops you know, for two minutes and 17 seconds, I mean, that's bound to happen, that is. You know, planes mm. falling out the sky and yeah. such. They shouldn't do. They're autopilot. autopilot. you think would kick in. <laughs> Most yeah, of them autopilot all the time, anyway. Yeah. If you're coming into yeah. land, it may be a bit dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> a bit dodgy with the entire <laughs> flight crew out for the count. Yeah. Just a touch. Even they can land an autopilot if you've got ILS. Mm. Well, you got, um, sorry to digress slightly, but they had a Mythbusters where the, is it possible to talk someone down on a plane? Yeah, uh, Not who's, ne- who's, who's never who's never flown before, yeah. and they said, "Yeah, yeah, it's no problem." But normally, we wouldn't talk anyone down. We'll get them to flick that switch there, and the plane lands itself. So I just have visions of airplane. That's yeah. it, really. Yeah. Yeah, with the inflatable auto. <laughs> <laughs> Every plane should have one of those. <laughs> Otto. 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 Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> 
Yes, but unfortunately, um, for those people who, had, who didn't have flash forwards, namely uh, uh, Agent No, mm. and uh, yeah, sort of quite a few, yeah, quite a, quite a substantial uh, percentage of the population, um, well, as I say, they could either sort of, yeah, sort of drink themselves into oblivion, or uh, you know, some of them sort of join this place called the Blue Hand Club. So they assumed because they had no flash forward that they mm. were dead in the future. Well, that's it. Yeah, but they could have been asleep. But wouldn't they, they have seen themselves being asleep? Mm. No, because they're only experiencing what they experience. Yeah. So they'd experience so being asleep be while asleep. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they yeah. didn't see themselves. They, they experienced the flash forward, so yeah. it'd be mm. as if they were awake. They all realised they had nothing to live for, so, I mean, mm. it was a place <laughs> they could go where, because all, well, basically, within these walls, anything happens. Yeah. yeah. Grief. Mm, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's all podcast. I mean, sort of drink yourself to death, get tortured, you know, sort of beaten, you know, sort of torture yeah, somebody just else. Just like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just torture for me. Mm. You're talking about me. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> yes, and um, apart from Lloyd Simcoe, we also find out that Dr. Simon Campus, he was one of the people who worked on the original project. Yeah, so in a way, sort of, he, well, in a way, he was atoning for his crimes because he sort of set off the original, um, the original blackout. Yeah, but in in the meantime, other unknown organisation had taken it over, which led the entire team sort of going to Somalia, where there had been a previous blackout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was when the birds fell yeah, out. Yeah, all the, the crows fell out of the sky. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> other, yeah. So all the principal characters in, um, included um, Aaron Stark, who was a friend of uh, Mark Benford's. And in his flash-forward, his daughter, who was serving in the US military, he had a flash-forward of hers, or being wounded and being in a cave in Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, Who else do we have? Janice Hawke. I mean, supposedly she is... um an FBI agent, yes, or as uh, somebody sort of not sitting a million miles. <laughs> <laughs> so delicately put mm. it. Yes, a, a pregnant dyke. Yeah, <laughs> we'll gloss over that. Yeah. <laughs> she is working. Well, she is working for a shadowy organisation. I think it's. Uh, I think it was Jericho. She was working for. Yes. Um, ultimately, sort of, she is found out by sort of, you know, sort of um, through various means, and uh, she is interrogated to find out where and when uh, the next blackout will be taking place. Yes, so, I mean. In my opinion, it was a very good series, but as I say, as is the one with most American yeah. series, I mean, they get cancelled after one season. I think the ratings dropped dramatically. I think the problem, from what I, what I saw, why I gave up with it, it got away from the central premise of what is it? Is it a predestination? Can mm-hmm. you change the future? Yeah. Is it self-fulfilling prophecy? Yeah. And they just got entwined in all the interpersonal... Yeah. That's that's the it's problem. Like a soap opera, it that's, that's the, that's the well, problem. That in I... a manner of speaking, it did. But I mean, that was it. I means so they they had to give some explanation of the yeah. reason behind the blackouts and the reason why the people saw all the you know, sort yeah, of saw but, all this in their the vision. Thing, so. The thing was, would be as I said, the reason for the blackouts and the reason why they they saw this. They got too wrapped. To my mind, they got too wrapped up with the people going towards this. It, it wrapped them up in their everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Rather, it became. I hate to say this, but along the lines of a sci-fi standards, rather than yeah, rather than the important bit of uh, were they f- affecting their future through seeing the blackout, mm. or was mm-hmm. it predetermination? Would well, they have no that choice? That is it. I mean, sort of, that is one of the central premises of the show. Yeah, but it got away from the central premise of the show and got wrapped up in the emotional states of these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we had to find out what the background of the, you know, the people were in order to find out how it influenced their flash-forwards. I mean, that is, that is the way I see it. The other I mean- problem seemed to be that they'd keep doing the bait-and-switch on you. They'd suggest that the future for this particular character, for example, the, uh, was it, no? Sulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they suggest he is going to die. Then, oh, maybe he's changed his future. No, he hasn't. Yes, he mm-hmm. has. No, he hasn't. And it, it all got a bit 
tired. Yeah, make your mind up. Don't keep doing this bait and switch on us all the mm-hmm. time. I mean, okay, I mean, that did sort of cover it for, you know, for us, or, well, so us all, well, about ten episodes, but I mean, the last few episodes were a race against time. Yeah, Because okay. by then, <laughs> they they realised, I mean, another blackout was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was just a question of sort of finding out where and when. And I think, I, I'm afraid I've got to agree with uh, El Presidente. I was quite interested and quite happy to watch the, uh, the first couple of episodes, but there was something in there that just was lacking that stopped drawing me back and as you said the last 10 episodes they got more dramatic and it and it uh, was setting up for another flash forward mm-hmm. they had to try to stop which is wonderful sounds great but i think it was a little bit too late the people had left it by then they had yeah unfortunately mm-hmm. Did they actually answer it? Was it predestination? Could they change the future? Um, well, I mean, I think that would have been a question for the second series, but unfortunately, uh, it was cancelled. Yeah. 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 Yeah, All that, so, and it didn't actually get answered. I mean, the thing was, um, as I say, I mean, the last few episodes, I mean, it was very much a race against time with um, yeah, Benford, uh, also Dimitri No, plus the two yeah, pre- uh, predominant scientists, in it, you know, Dr. Simcoe and uh, Dr. Simon Campos. I mean, as I say, sort of trying to find out where the, um, for want of a better term, this sort of excel accelerator they called it yeah where it was situated and when it was due to go off yeah but unfortunately sort of the, well, they couldn't stop it in time yeah so yes yeah, sort of the series sort of culminated in yeah, in the beginning of another flash forward another blackout yeah. okay i mean which did sort of serve as a cliffhanger because um in the very few you know, final scenes mark benford was in the uh, fbi uh, building as it was about to you know, about to explode you know with a you know, sort of due to planted explosives you know, throughout, <laughs> throughout the building that, well in a way i'm kind of glad it didn't go on because if they did this for five years every <laughs> near, end of every year dramatic you have to get to the, I think it's been unbelievable they're always in a dramatic yeah. position in every flash forward I think I, I remember you voicing that fear when we did this the first time yeah. when we mentioned it the first time it sounds to me like it was good potential great idea but they should have made it a tighter show mm-hmm. it's trimmed away the fat a little bit more well, I mean, that was down to the that was down yeah. to the networks. That yeah. was, yeah. yeah. It sounds like it should have been maybe a thirteen-part miniseries, yeah. Somewhere, yeah. Rather mm-hmm. than spread over twenty-two or try and spread it out to five years as they yeah. planned. Mm. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, they did have quite a few sort of you know, people's background and stories to cover in it. So yeah. I think it's just mm. the matter of them wanting to sort of cover all the bases, really. Yeah. So. Again, it may have been the fact that there was a larger uh, the cast was too large because it had um, also we were dealing with their nanny at one point in time, and she only appeared in a couple of episodes but the episode she appeared yeah. in they followed her story religiously and it was a case of who is this person <laughs> how, does she, like yeah, how does she relate to the main plot yeah. arc Mm. Yeah, that's I mean, sort of, you, know, you do rightly say it ends in a cliffhanger. Yeah, because um, in the flash forwards, I mean, um, we cut to uh, Benford's daughter. I mean, sort of, she's seen as an older woman. You know, sort of, and she's you know, sort of turning around to somebody, sort of, not in view of the camera, sort of saying, "Oh, you know, sort of, uh, he's uh, what is it? Yeah, you know, they found him." Yeah, yeah. You know, so we can only assume that sort of Benford has been found. He wasn't killed in the explosion. So, hmm. Let's see, so in the end, no, did survive. Yes, he did. Agents. Yes, mm-hmm. so they did change the future. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, all the investigation. Came about because of what he's seen in the future. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's entirely so, I mean, contradictory. <laughs> yeah, but there again, you could say it's all, well, what do you call it? An fulfilling time or something like that? Fulfilling, fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, self fulfilling prophecy. prophecy. Yeah. But it isn't, though, because he survived. Yeah. So the future could be changed, yet mm-hmm. it was directly influencing Al- alternate timelines. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing was, sort of, some people's time timelines were changed, but I mean, there again, sort of the broad br- brush strokes you know, still remained. Okay. But would mm. you recommend it as something people should watch? Oh, when it comes yeah, out very much so, yeah. yeah when, when it comes out on DVD. DVD, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it has the crumbly seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
feedback? Yep. Ooh! Anyway, you lovely people out there, you've been sending us free uh, feedback. Yes, you have. Thank, mm. thank you. Yes, thank you. either via cyberspace or dead tree versions. Thank you. Yes. We have one here from Zvi. I hope I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> Lebetkin. Oh, hi there. Mm, hello. Hello, new correspondent. Mm-hmm. He says, hi there. After hearing Stargate fans enthuse and recommend SGU, I gave it a try. Ah. Ooh. Let me qualify my thoughts and give you some context. I recently went through all four, all four seasons of the new Battlestar Galactica with my 11-year-old son, which, parenthetically, is an excellent educational tool if you have an above-average intelligent kid. <laughs> if you want to introduce to the subtleties of the human condition, especially the human condition under pressure. Mm. Mm. So I kept hearing how SGU was really good, with great three-dimensional characterization. so we tried it. Yeah. We got through seven episodes before bailing. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> you sure won't be happy. No. <laughs> we, this is definitely a show that falls more into the Lost in Space Venn diagram circle <laughs> of entertainment rather than The Sopranos. Yeah. Really? Wow. Firstly, I found it almost incom- completely in- inaccessible. Mm. I saw the Stargate movie when it came came on, but didn't like the TV show so much mm-hmm. on the evidence of the few episodes I saw. Mm. I avoided the sequels as much because of that, and that every series cast photo always comprised the same recipe. Yeah. A bunch of people standing in a row with a grim, resolute expression on their faces. Yep. One or two with standard alien foreheady bumps uh-huh. <laughs> and one or two of them from other science fiction shows that are actually quite good <laughs> yeah that's, that's if their okay. promo packages are so formulaic what hope would the script have <laughs> well yeah so, I got the basic idea of what was going on in the SGU pilots. There were lots of star, uh, stargates and some aliens, as they, and they had spaceships. Ooh. There was some form of intergalactic politics going on, which I wasn't privy to, mm. but it just wasn't well presented enough for the, uh, for the newbies. Then it displayed the cardinal sin of a science fiction show, a genius kid. Oh, really? <laughs> danger, Will yep. Robinson, danger. Mm-hmm. I can see they really wanted to go for a Battlestar feel. But the reason that worked there is because it was basically a very intelligent show with very real three-dimensional characters, yeah. which is what SGU is lacking. Oh. Mm. So what you've got is a lowbrow entertainment, <laughs> which has jettisoned its fun factor and grafted on this dour and gritty imagery. Oh, yeah. Sorry to offend anyone who likes. Good luck to you and, and enjoy it. But don't go around recommending it as a series that gave the Stargate universe some depth and maturity. No. It doesn't. No. <laughs> Robert Carlyle is excellent as Daniel Rush, but the other characters treat him like Dr. Zachary Smith, rather than the most intelligent person on board who hasn't any idea what's going on. No. <laughs> I think his biggest crime in their eyes is that he has the audacity not to be American. Mm. <laughs> 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 Although I'm glad he took the role, this role over Doctor Who, as I'm loving Matt Smith's Doctor. Yeah. But someone at the B, please give them back their budget back for season two six thirty three, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that was from Zvi Lebetkin, the rabbi from another planet. <laughs> oh, thank, okay. you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I will give so University go at some time. Yeah. When the DVDs come down to a more reasonable price, but uh, I go with low expectations. Yeah. I think. yeah. <laughs> We've heard from Patrick. Hello, Hello, Patrick. Patrick. He says, Dear team and the fez of Pertwee, (laughs) apologies for not sending an email for ages. I've had to scoop up my brains after listening to you singing my Doctor Horrible review. (laughs) I have, however, been watching Doctor Who and would like to briefly share with you my thoughts about this series just gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, I found it to be the best season since 2005. Mm-hmm. I can't really yeah, think maybe. of any episode which I didn't enjoy, although there's yep. always going to be one or two episodes which aren't as good as the others. Yeah. Yeah. I love the plot arc with the cracks, and I like <laughs> how the silence arc will be carrying on. Yep. Near the end of the series, I was getting annoyed at some people who had been saying they didn't like the arc because it was so obvious that the cracks were there. 
I myself had faith in the vast toffee, MN, <laughs> that there would be more to it. And, of course, there was. Yeah. I'm now hesitant to predict what will come in the next season because oh, I know that I'm going to be wrong. Yeah. 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 Matt Smith and Karen Gillan have definitely lived up to my expectations, although I agree that Grunhilde is be- definitely the better actor. <laughs> yeah. Although Jean and real Keith, calm down, have a loosep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that any fault that we've seen with Matt Smith's acting has been because of writers not quite getting the new Doctor. I'm, yeah, I'm willing to go with that. This is something which I've mainly noticed in the adventure game scripts, which, since their games, aren't great scripts anyway. <laughs> Hopefully the moth has written one of the last two, which would be good. I don't think he has, unfortunately. If there's one thing I haven't enjoyed about this series, it's the low budget. Mm. I know this can't mm. really be helped, but I still think we should all give Stephen Moffat a fiver each towards the budget <laughs> on the condition that he changes the Daleks back <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it since there's about 7 million of us True. Yep. Yep. just to finish I've decided to bring back the wonderful podcast drinking game that you guys oh. had a while ago yeah. but bringing it up to date with oh. new rules <laughs> okay. here are the rules adapted from the original on. Yeah. you will need yep. a large amount of whichever particular alcoholic drink you prefer mm-hmm. friends to play the game with Mm-hmm. An MP3 player possibly connected to speakers. Yep. A Staggering Stories podcast from episode 46 onward, which is when Jean joined. Oh. Okay. Take one drink for every team member who isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. Yep. One drink every time someone mentions Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> one drink every time Adam makes a smug innuendo. Uh, you, well, what do you mean? And an <laughs> extra drunk. drink if it's about Grunhilde Nobnaga. <laughs> God, alcohol poisoning. One one drink every time Crumbly says, I mean, or as I say, or as you say, etc. <laughs> Two drinks if someone makes fun of Jean's accent, and another if it's fake Keith. <laughs> One drink every time Jean says she doesn't like Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. One drink for every email Reese Parton sends. <laughs> Three drinks for every time real Keith completely fails to say the word Sycorax and says Ziggorax <laughs> instead. <laughs> Enjoy from Patrick. Ooh, thank, thank you, Patrick. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Some stomach pumps after that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, talking of our friend, I have one here from Reese Parton. Hi, Reese. Hello, Reese. Dear team. I think the voice in the final is the prisoner is prisoner zero because on the confidential towards the end they changed the voice. Well, I think they did because in Australia it was higher pitched and hissier, but Ooh. in the confidential it sounded more more like the voice in the TARDIS. Also, I hmm. saw on Facebook that number eighty one will be two hours long. Yeah. It hasn't been released at the time of writing. That, that's our fault. Yeah, we, we <laughs> rambled a bit. We did. <laughs> and seeing as you've gone back to fortnightly podcasts again, and try and keep them around the, at the same length, please. Lives I can't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> or have pity on El Presidente. He's the one who edits them down at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a note to El Presidente. Robin Hood Series 3 is great. But someone I know sport the season final for me. (laughs) And seeing that the last season is the big final, also I have seen Primeval Season 1 and really like it, and I'm going to have to find a way to get hold of Series 3. 
because the library has one and two. Yeah. And Crumbly, I saw Ooh. the trailer for both of the Tron movies. They look good, and I'll have to see them both. Also, because of your recommendation, I have borrowed that from the library as well. Yeah. He has borrowed Unearthly Child, to see where Doctor Who started, Image of the Fendal, because Gene likes it, Robots of Death, because almost every Who fan I know who has seen Old Who, including you, of course, tell me that to give it to go. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. I know a few quotes from it, such as, please do not throw hands at me. <laughs> yeah. I also got number four, Black Orchid, only because it was mentioned by, oh, who could it possibly be? Hmm. And number five, the Quatermass stories, just to see it. Yeah. Have a good time. I'll be waiting angrily because it takes that long for the next episode to come out. <laughs> Every two weeks for the next episode of you wonderful podcast, <laughs> my favourite Doctor Who podcast. Oh, and that's all for now. Reese Thank Park. you, Reese. Thank, Thank you, Reese. Thank you. Good Black life. Orchid's <laughs> really good. It's all right. Black Orchid. Black Orchid. Yeah. Black Orchid. It's all right. It's an unusual one. It's an odd one. It's a short one. Isn't it? It's, it's a very short one. It's only two episodes. Yeah. But it has short some moments. For commentary, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> we have one here from JD. Hi, Hello, JD. JD. Hello, team and a fantastic head of Percy <laughs> and Queen Hilda. <laughs> I'm back with a new model of the JD4. Just because the last one, it doesn't have the retarded wire. That's 40 when I speak. Okay. Well, series five, it was awesome. I think I would like to quote one of my favourite movies, Repo Men. Why did the Romans stone people? I don't know. Because they did not have guns. <laughs> okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, I've neglected this podcast and I'm sorry. <laughs> I've all done exceptional work. Keep it up. Thank you. Well, I'm tired of chicken. <laughs> Random phrases by all presidents. This He's week, tired of I'm chicken. tired of chicken. <laughs> Next week, we move on to avocados. <laughs> Mr. Jenny? Will he be tired of avocados? Who knows? Tune in next time. Maybe. <laughs> well, I'm tired of chicken. I've come out of unemployment and have got hired by KFC. Ooh. Oh, well, sort of congratulations. Mm -hmm. So the dreaded Doctor Gap months return like a bad yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should say it's about Stephen Moffat's Doctor Who tenure. Get the F out of here. I have a new god and he is Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work and thanks, Adam, for the virus warning. Oh, I do use Windows and loathe Vista. Damn you, Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, and be nice to real Keith. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Why? No, no, please. Knobhead. You're not a knobhead, really. You're quite nice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're not starting on all that fluffy, squeezy toys again. P.S. <laughs> I want a comprehensive review of either Tortured Seasons 1 and 2 oh. and Children of Earth or a comprehensive review of Primeval. Ooh. Sure we don't do comprehensive I've... reviews. We just waffle on it. Yeah, we yeah. waffle them mm. at torture. I think we've done torture yeah. children two of Earth. Mm, yeah. yeah, we've done children of Earth. Yeah, uh, one and two was before my time. So we certainly did Torchwood two. Mm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah. Well, I think I think a primeval were overview as well. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, definitely. I've got them on DVD now. Um, Oh, and Stargate Rules. <laughs> Keith Yay. and Gene need, need to be stoned to death for not liking Matt Smith. <laughs> oh, I shall do that at and once. Grand Moffat, blaspheme, 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 etc. I think he's coming obsessed. Your friend, JD. Thank you, JD. Thank you, JD. Oh, don't throw stones at me. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a link for a good Series 5 music, which we'll put on the, uh, yeah. on the links. I shall. dwmidi3.webs.com. Okay. Hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you, JD. I have one here from Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hello, Leslie. Dear team, I'm sorry I've been absent again for such a long stretch. 
I have just found out that one of your reasonably timed podcasts <laughs> fit perfectly with my tube journey to work. That's a the long tube journey. Yeah. No, I'm sure she isn't talking about 81. Uh, <laughs> now that I've moved to London. Oh, she's moved to London. Oh, she has. Oh, congratulations, I think. Thank you. Uh, so I will try to make time to listen to you weekly. I enjoy all of your hypotheses and observations on the Pandorica Opens and realise how much I missed your commentary. I also had an idiotic grin on my face as I walked to work as you were all singing the Archers theme. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Leslie. Mm, thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Enjoy London. Mind the embankment, though. There's a funny man who lives there. I've moved. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> right, we've heard from Michael, who's not the tin dog. Hello, Hello Michael, who's not the tin, tin doggy. Dog. Completely different Michael. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing he like says, him. Different hair colour. Shut up. Sorry. He says, Hello, Keith, fake and real. You notice, notice I get first billing. <laughs> <laughs> El Prez, Crumbly, and there's no capital letter for Crumbly. <laughs> the Riddler. <laughs> the best head Adams ever. <laughs> Pardon? Had Pertwee. <laughs> and the second Sorry, best right. head he's ever had from cardboard Karen. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Karen Gillan, not Karen Dunn, by the way, as okay. far as I know. I should hope not. <laughs> Sorry if this email's late, but I'm on holiday. Oh, get you. Right, we're not reading your email for that. <laughs> yeah. Bragging is not allowed. That's right, I'm cruising down the French rivers on a boat. Was thinking of calling it the Grunhilde Knobnacker, but thought everyone else might be baffled. <laughs> the Big Bang. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, I liked it. Yeah. It was funny and clever. I yep. especially liked the way the Doc gave Rory the screwdriver to let himself out of the box and go back in time and give Rory the screwdriver to let himself out of the box to go back in time and give Rory the screwdriver I to let himself having a... out of the box and go back in time <laughs> and give Rory the screwdriver to let himself out of the box and go back in time and give Rory the screwdriver. Yeah. Shall we move on? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Much more satisfying than an RTD resolution. Mm, that yes, reminds yeah. me, I was inspired to a bit of creativity by that thought but more of that another time. Ooh. Didn't really think the end made much sense, <laughs> but then nor did Doomsday, Last of the Time Lords, or Journey's End. Yeah. 30-second <laughs> recommendation. Oh. oh, OK. Start the clock, please. The Buccaneer Chronicles are a series <laughs> of stories by a chap called Tony Gallivant and the lovely fake Keith. They follow the humorous adventures of a Time Lord called McFadden, a.k.a. the Buccaneer, and his companions Blanche and Creat. Often varying wildly in tone, in one episode the action skips from a man being ripped to shreds straight to a comic scene of McFadden at Pitch and Putt. <laughs> Nevertheless, they are great fun to read. Oh, you promised a review nice. of these in your very first episode. Still hasn't happened. Oh. That's all, folks. And don't forget, carrot juice, carrot juice, carrot juice. Michael, not the tin dog. <laughs> thank you. Uh, You're a very odd you. man. Yeah. Uh, thank you, I think. Mm. <laughs> very odd we, indeed. We have another one from Michael, not the tin dog. Oh, yeah. And you talk too much. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, and I forgot to say, viva el presidente. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't viva him. It gives him delusions of grandeur. And well done on the recent DWPA podcast. The DWPA is a great organisation, even if it was formed under stressful circumstances. <laughs> Strangely, the dynamic of Adam, Tony, Dave and A.N. Other works very well. 
And although the Secret Serviceman holding a gun to my head is forcing me to say that Adam <laughs> is my favourite member of the Staggering Team, oh, yeah. it's also true. Stag- Staggering Stories isn't the first organisation with the initials SS Adam's worked for. Ouch. By the way, I heartily agree, Ree should have his own podcast. Yeah. Don't expect any audio feedback from me. My voice sounds boring and my housemates already think I'm weird enough. TTFN, Michael, not the Tin Dog. Bye again, Michael, not the Tin Dog. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right, we have one here from Wynn. Hello, Wynn. Oh, we have to congratulate Wynn. Oh, we do? Because Wynn achieved... Nirvana? He did. (laughs) The passing of an exam, I think it was. Almost the same as Nirvana. Yes. I can't for the life of me remember what it was. C-S-S... IP, I think it was, well, what did it stand? Which, which is something to do with computer security systems, but I oh, think yeah. actually stands for can't secure sex is pissed. <laughs> yeah, that, from, from the win I know, yeah. that, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations, win on not securing sex. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. congratulations. Double thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you want them up, but they're just, just up. Uh, yeah, well done. <laughs> All sorts of things spring to mind. <laughs> anyway, despite that, he says, dear team, You've all done improbably well. Improbably <laughs> well. In bonus Probably. points to the lovely Jean. Oh, she's here. not here. For demonstrating just how much she's missed me. Oh, I've really missed you. I may well be Win 2.0, but the basic input-output parameters remain largely the same. <laughs> oh, dear. Input, sexy voice, say nice things about me. Output... Ooh, oh dear. Ah, <laughs> <flash>. <laughs> ah, oh. <cold> <laughs> Well, a flashing blade picnic parts without major loss of life, which is a bonus, I suppose. I think the most worrying aspect, apart from yours truly in shorts, was El Presidente. His, his smart trousers, shirt, dicky bow and Panama hat <laughs> put me in mind of a certain renowned fictional serial killer. <laughs> I have to go now. I'm having an old friend for dinner. Yes. That's the Bill Hicks comment. We always wondered about his collection of little shoes. <laughs> in, any, in case any of the other listeners are wondering, El Presidente is truly terrifying. <laughs> we yes, know. he's scary. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, for one, welcome his jackboot on my neck. <laughs> I have to go now. I've recently passed my professional exams. And now all I need to do to achieve certification is meet with Sergey and Anton at Southampton Docks at midnight and a copy <laughs> of my CV, a signed statement of endorsement from an existing professional member in good standing a family-sized vat of KY jelly, other lubricants are available, a dead pheasant, other road colours available, and a man-sized nappy. <laughs> Good luck, comrade. So, so you're trying to tell me he wants to be certified. Apparently, I think oh, we that's can, what they call it. Yeah, I think we can... Uh... Apparently what, when this happens, is, once they, they're satisfied about my credentials, you improved Miracle McFadden's mathematic filter engaged... If he works a miracle. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Assume position. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Scream if you want to go faster. Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't look like an open university office. Blah, blah, blah. Continuous professional development. Blah, blah, blah. Proactive blue sky thinking. Blah, blah, blah. Don't have to take that sort of language from you, sunshine. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Stick that up your flagpole and see who salutes. Blah, blah, blah. Prolapse. Blah, blah, blah. Windsock. Blah, blah, blah. New NHS management speak induced injury unit. Blah, blah, blah. Blackboard. Literally. <laughs> Turns out my primary school teachers are right. 
does not play well with others. <laughs> Bod be with you. Naughty love, as always, to Gene of Akeith. Win. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Win. Thank you, Win. And well done on oh, yes. passing the mm, professional yeah. the credentials. The C-I-S-S-P. Computer stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we have another one here oh. Oh. from Michael. Not the Tin Dog. Not the mm. Tin Dog. Now, Michael, come on. He is the new Respartan. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, team. Hello, Michael. You've all done very passably. Oh, cool. Not sure at what intervals these emails are arriving. Still on my holidays. <laughs> Wi-Fi an issue. Try to space them out between episodes that don't sound like Reese. <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah, right. nah, that, that's El Presidente. Uh, it's going to be two weeks for the next one, so... <laughs> Recently, I've rewatched one of your guilty pleasures on oh, um, your podcast. You seem to greatly dislike the Collins' appearances. Really? Did we? If we ignore the twin dilemma, Vengeance of Ass and Trial of a Time Lord, he has some great stuff. <laughs> Resurrection of the Daleks, Time Mash. Yep. Don't knock it. <laughs> and Attack of the Cybermen. I like it too, Adam. <laughs> That's what he says. Also love his Doctor's character. This was a Doctor who decided that since the universe is full of bastards, there was no reason for him to, to be nice to it. Chipper, the two-minute Time Lord, had an interesting theory Theory, we eleven doctors lack of social conventions. Doc ten was too human, and his subconscious reacted against that while regenerating. Perhaps the fifth, sixth regeneration acted against being so nice and made him an evil sod. <laughs> Might be what it is. Change Perry and not a moment too soon. <laughs> Thinking about his creaminess, the vast Toffee MMs writing for seasons 27 to 31, and it occurred that in every episode there were two companions. Empty Child, Jack and Rose, yep. Girl in the Fireplace, Mickey and Rose. Blink, Sally and Larry, <laughs> Silence in the Library, Donna and River, Eleventh Hour, Amy and Rory, Beast Below, Amy Liz 10, Bushy at a Bed, mm-hmm. Time of Angels, Amy River, Pandora Opens Big Bang, Amy Rory, and River, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> coincidence? Probably. TTFN? P.S. <laughs> oh yes, before I forget, currently your podcast info is in the comments tab on iTunes. This is fine for most iPods, but on a touch it can't be brought up. Oh. Could you put it in the lyrics tab as well? Okay. So that can be brought up on a touch. No idea what you're talking about. Well, that's, that's <laughs> up to our technical expert. Yeah. Currently, Tin Dog is the only DWPA member who does this. Oh. And on my old iPod, I loved the in-depth summaries of the Staggering Story podcast. <laughs> to ask <laughs> Tin Dog who does that. There's an in-depth study? In-depth. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Thanks and TTFN again. PPS. My iPod seems to decide that Stagging Stories is created by Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> awesome. See photo below. Right. He's looking at the picture. I am looking at the picture and it's bizarre. <laughs> I forgot what was the picture about now. Um, it's Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix and oh. the uh, fire track we put on the Oh, yes. Oh. oh, well. I have no idea what that's all about. <laughs> no, I'm into that interesting. Minute. Thank you. Um, anyway, TTFN again. 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 Michael Badhorse Kennedy, still not the tin dog. Is he definitely <laughs> gone this time? He's definitely gone this time. Right. Check, check, check me on the sofa. Check me on the sofa. Down the side of the sofa. You might jump out on me. One final bit of audio feedback and we're oh. done. Hi guys, it's me, Robert. I'm back! Yeah, yeah it's just when you thought it was safe to go back to podcasting normally, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose I should do the uh, formal hellos again. Hello, fake Keith. Hello, Hello. real Keith. Hello. Hello, Grumbly. Hello, Gene. Hello. And... Uh, of course, all hail El Presidente. As you should. <laughs> yes, uh, I've met El Presidente recently. Yes. At the uh, Flashing Blade picnic. Yeah. Oddly enough, he was dressed like the White Guardian a bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and uh, of course, how can I forget our Lord and Master, the Head of Pertwee. And Boy, also, yeah. welcome to Cardboard Grunhilda Nobnacker. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> 
Sorry, getting a bit overexcited there. <laughs> well, <laughs> me too. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, sorry, I have not um, given some feedback in a long time, but uh, I thought it uh, wise to make myself scarce for a while. Uh, I present mm. you Exhibit A, which okay. was way back in, I think, Podcast 68, where I sent in my Usbad vert. And oh, yes. Oh, yes. Real Keith was heard saying this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> so, yes, I uh, made myself scarce for a bit. Sorry. That and uh, over at the Flashing Blade, we were busy reviewing something that was on telly, a small little programme, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of that it's small little programme, <laughs> I love Doctor Who Series 5. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, been one of, the, one of the good ones. Yeah, um, definitely. I've got to agree with... Keith, though. Uh, um, Matt Smith hasn't is not my favourite Doctor, but he's definitely growing on me. Give me another season, yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, I probably will be one of his biggest fans afterwards. Right, to be really honest, it's been a really good season in general. Yeah. I mean, 11th Hour, absolutely brilliant. Good introduction to a new Doctor. Mm. Beast Below, good um, way of sliding new people into the... Uh, Swing of things, as it were. Um, yeah, the worst episode, uh, I've got to admit, is a victory of the Teletubbies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it's actually the Daleks, but I'm contractually obliged to call them the Teletubbies. <laughs> um, however, we got back on track with the Angel two-parter. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Moffat at his best, I think. Uh, definitely going to be going down in one of the top episodes. Mm. Um, then, of course, we had a bit of a wasted opportunity, but still quite a good romp. The uh, Vampires in Venice uh, <laughs> yeah. with yeah. Uh, Amy in the uh, nightgown in the... Uh, <laughs> Down. The uh, Hammer Horror nightgown. Yeah. Down, boy. <laughs> yes, I, I've got to admit, Amy has been a brilliant companion. And uh, yeah. she's beautiful and she's got a really nice life. Down, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, sorry, yeah, wandered off there. Uh, <laughs> and um, then we had Amy's Choice, another mm-hmm. good one. And uh, very, it made you think and... Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't guess the twist at the end. I mean, I thought uh, the Dream Lord was uh, a guardian, but yeah, hey ho, no, that sort of thing. And yeah. uh, of course, after that, we had a bit of a letdown. To be brutally honest, I think this, while not the worst of the series, was the biggest disappointment for me. It just, yeah, it was slow Sorry. build up, and yeah. a lot of it didn't necessarily make a lot of sense <laughs> whether there was a good ending bit so I'll let it off mm. as I said the biggest that was the Silurian two part was yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, let down yeah, I yeah, think definitely um, then of course uh, came well my personal favourite of the um, whole series uh, Vincent and the Doctor mm, yeah. yes the giant chicken and, yes. Uh, yes BBC I was affected I did see a giant <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes as I said that's my personal favourite of the year um, however The Lodger which came next also very good one I think that one was yeah. the biggest surprise because yeah. looking at the trailer I didn't think that one would be too good but um, 
But I think James Good Corden fun. did well in it. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, it was a nice, nice little, little fluffy episode. And yeah. It, it was good. It was a nice little rest. <laughs> and then, of course, we came to the Pandorica Opens mm. and the Big Bang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. I think they're the best ending episodes we've ever had to a series, to be mm. brutally honest. And the Doctor being locked in the Pandorica, I, I seriously didn't know and couldn't guess how he nope. was going to get out of that. Yeah. Nope. I think I went from uh, saying that. I <laughs> mean, all the sun's going supernova, you know, how do you step back from that? Get out of that Although, one. Although uh, yeah. Stephen Moffat did a very, very good job doing that. Yeah. yeah. Overall, through the series, we've had hits and, well, we've had more hits <laughs> and We've had a few misses as well, but it's the same with any series. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. roll on Christmas and roll on next year. Yes, yeah. Well, um, you guys are going to be stuck for stuff to talk about now, aren't you? Um, <laughs> Loads of stuff. Yeah, we'll find some. I know you could oh, yeah. be doing the uh, Red Dwarf reviews. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh on, guys. I've got every word about those. Series eight by twenty twelve. Yes, twenty twelve. <laughs> I think I better be wrapping things up now. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, guys, be nice to real Keith. No! I must stick up for him as uh, I Thank personally you. in The Flashing Blade am the one that gets picked on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we should stand united, real Keith. Yeah, definitely. Form of fun. Viva el Presidente! And uh, yeah. bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. I got to the end of one of these without being killed, killed or yeah. Yeah. very badly injured. <laughs> bye! <laughs> Oops. I spoke too soon. <laughs> Bye, guys. Ow. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty fair summary of yes. season five, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'd agree with pretty sure that, really. I yeah, no, no, I, I think he's covered all the bases, and I think that was basically a condensed version of our summing up last podcast. How does he do it? How does he two, manage two to hours, condense yes. it? We <laughs> sort of spread into two hours. <laughs> I think that's it for feedback, yep. isn't it? Mm, I think yes. that is. Mm. Yeah. I'm feedbacked out. Yep, I think we all are. Yep. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews, more old and new. So, until that sexual apocalypse comes tumbling down on us all... <laughs> tumbling down? <this> raining down. We'll <laughs> <laughs> do some more fondling down. <laughs> fondling down, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Goodbye. Be seeing you. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 82, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. The music expressed here, though, is a speaker, and don't necessarily represent those the other speakers on site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast now presents a production for www.staggeringstories.net. My neighbours loved it so much, they all moved away. Oh, I've just broken the pen. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> all right, let's try that again, shall we? <clears throat> I think you should keep that one. Mm. Please speak. Please just say something. I don't want to say anything. I'm shy. She's going to say goodbye. Mm. Goodbye. <laughs> We've all been watching television, haven't we? <laughs> yes, I watched EastEnders. Do you think Lucas is going to get uh, away oh, with yeah. the murders? Oh, no, yeah, and Ben wrong is... Wrong podcast. Is, oh, wrong sorry. podcast. Podcast wrong. 
No, I'm sorry. I like EastEnders. Yeah, you, you may like EastEnders, but you can do your EastEnders speech on an EastEnders podcast. No, I can't, because I don't like speaking, do I? <laughs> We've all been watching television, haven't we? Yes, yes, yes we have yes, indeed. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Rhubarb. I, haven't, I Rhubarb. forgot to turn it on. <laughs> Rhubarb. <laughs> what? <laughs> I talk to the trees. That's, that's why, why they, they put, put me, me away. Very odd. <laughs> I know a song about woodpeckers. Do you? <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> oh, no, it's just to make fake crumbs. Other actions. Is this mm. something we need to leave the room for? <laughs> no. I stuck my finger in the woodpecker's hole. The woodpecker said, God bless my soul, take it out. <laughs> <laughs> take it out, take it out. I stuck my finger in the woodpecker's hole. The woodpecker said, God bless my soul, turn it round, turn it round. <laughs> I stuck my finger in the woodpecker's hole. The woodpecker said, God bless my soul, take a whiff, take a whiff. That's disgusting. <laughs> We've all been watching television, haven't we? Yes, we have been watching television, probably. Yes. So am I. (laughs) If you feel tempted, just give her a slap. Don't hit me. (laughs) Got some mud somewhere. Mm. Right, now. That's a Ranulph find. Ah, that's the one, yeah. Almost. Mm. Lost Mm. some fingers. Yes. Look, if you're going to keep jingling, I'm going to take it away. No, don't take it away is the only thing I've got. <laughs> How am I meant to discuss things with the outside world if you take it away? Anyway. I hate you. <laughs> right. Are we sitting comfortably? No, we're not. I've got piles. <laughs> <laughs> that was say. Nanny Island, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she hasn't got piles, has she? Let's <laughs> <laughs> phone her up and ask. <laughs> Nanny, you're Bugger farmers. off the lot of you. <laughs> Go and take a look, shall we? Cries. No, 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 no. Oh. Get the toasting fork. <laughs> I've got no, one more. No. I've got a small one. Okay. Well. See, Dr. Clark said admitting it was the first step. <laughs> Remember, JD, you have to be nice to me. I was nice to you. <laughs> we'll be doing John Pertwee next. Oh. <laughs> I've got the he does give good head. Mind. Ooh! The sword of truth, I turned to fight. The titanic powers of the night. Never ever do that again. Uh, sorry. Yes. British home stores have their Christmas stuff out. Oh, in no. It's a new record. It's July. British home stores, you bunch of tossers, have got their Christmas decorations <laughs> out. I bought a bauble. I've always wanted to get the word carnage in a headline, <laughs> but it never happens. Well, you, you have to make it happen. So you've tried I can't a... make it. Well, if you let me drive your car, I'll soon make it happen. <laughs> carnage of excitement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carnal excitement. No, that's just... That's just you. <laughs> Sexual apocalypse at the first. Sexual apocalypse. Ooh. Oh, no. I'm getting that in. That's literally... <laughs> So until that, I was going to say sexual apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Got yeah, okay. on the brain, man. <laughs> <coughs> that was fake, crumbly coughing. <laughs> She's made a sound. No, I haven't. You imagined it. <laughs>